This is the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast with Dr. Julie Capel, episode number 132. Thanks for joining me today on the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. If my sound sounds a little different, I am in a different room, in a different state. Instead of Michigan, this week I am in Florida. So if you can hear the heat in the background, it's because it's really hot and humid here, even more so than it is in Michigan this time of year. But I have been really enjoying my time because I am kind of on vacation, kind of working, but I get to get out in the morning and take a nice long walk out in the Florida sunshine. So I'm having a really good time here. If this is your first time listening to the podcast, I'd like to welcome you and thank you. If you have been listening for a while, I would like to welcome you back. Thank you so much for joining me here where we talk about all the problems that we have in veterinary medicine and how we can work on our minds to solve those problems for ourselves and then move forward and do great things. So today I am going to bring you another one of those topics. We are going to talk about discouraged and determined. Before I get into that, I just want to remind you that I have my Wednesday weekly words each week that I send via email. If you don't get them and you would like to get them, just go to my website, juliecapel.com or veterinarylifecoach.com, and you can sign up there with your email address. I do not market to those emails, so do not be concerned. Um, You will only get the Wednesday weekly words. Also, on my website, there's a place to sign up for free coaching. So if you have been thinking about getting a life coach or just learning more about life coaching, I would love to teach you and show you what amazing thing what an amazing thing it is. So reach out and sign up for a free coaching so we can meet. And even if you just have one question or something you want to go over, I would be happy to do that with you. Also, I am getting ready to do another podcast where I answer questions. So if you don't want to get coached in person, but you do want to ask me some questions that I will read and answer on the podcast, just send me those questions via email. Once I collect enough questions, then I will do another episode of the podcast where I answer your questions. My email address is jacapelldvm at gmail.com. Now let's get into this podcast. I am calling this podcast Discouraged and Determined. And the reason that I chose this today is that I've been feeling this way a lot lately. And if any of you are working in our profession right now, and I'm sure most of you are, it feels really heavy, very hard, and it really feels like there's no end in sight. And because I've been thinking those negative thoughts at times and then having to turn those around into more positive thoughts so I can move forward, I thought that this subject would be a really good thing for us to talk about. In the veterinary world right now, we are suffering a shortage of help. Veterinarians are short. Technicians are short. Even our lay staff, our receptionists and our animal assistants, those people that we call CSRs in some of our practices, 
have been falling off. We don't have as many of them, and it just feels like every practice is shorthanded. The people that I coach are telling me that their practices are having people leave and quit and getting more and more shorthanded, and the same thing is happening in my practice. And so coaching people through this leftover pandemic, I'm going to call it, because I don't feel like we're in the pandemic anymore, but I really feel like the pandemic is what started us down this road of just being overscheduled, overworked, even more so than we were before. And so I feel like veterinary medicine is more challenging than it's ever been. And I know that my feelings are not always valid because there have been very challenging times in veterinary medicine before. There has been less technology, less ways to do things, more difficult schedules than we have right now. But right now it really feels different and very heavy. Now, yesterday I was scrolling through Facebook because sometimes I do that when I feel like wasting a little time, and I ran across a Facebook post by someone that I know who is not a veterinarian, but she has been around animals her whole career. She's a dog trainer, and so I'm friends with her on Facebook, and she posted a post about veterinarians, so it perked my interest, and basically the post said that her friend had a dog. Um, a few days ago that was in pain and the friend could not find a veterinary hospital to see this pet. And so she was just ranting and talking about how horrible of a situation this was because her friend could not get the dog into a vet, even an emergency clinic apparently. She was turned away for a dog in back pain. And I know this to be true in my area. The ERs are overrun with everything because the veterinary hospitals are overrun. And so as the veterinary hospitals turn people away, clients away, the ERs become overwhelmed and they have to start picking and choosing and triaging who they see. So as I read this Facebook post, interestingly, and went through all the verbiage that they were using, I started to read the comments that she was receiving. And many of the comments were very veterinary negative because these were from people that aren't veterinarians, right? A few technicians jumped in and people that gave their opinion that actually worked in the profession. But most of the people that commented on this post were not vets. And they were saying things like, this is stupid. Veterinarians just need to work harder. They need to stop gouging people with prices. The prices keep going up. They were very critical of our profession. And as I was reading these terrible Facebook posts, is all I can say, I felt myself getting very frustrated and very upset because I work in this profession and I know what we're up against. And we do have to practice self-care. And these people that are making their frustrations known are the animal owners and they're frustrated on the other end. And so we have this weird, you know, head-to-head combat between the veterinary profession and the pet owning public. And I think that is one of the reasons that I started thinking about how discouraging this this can be for us when we read all these comments where people are telling us that we're 
not working hard enough or we're charging too much or we should just let people get in. Why can't they let people get in? They just don't understand that we are to capacity and that we can't provide the service that we need to provide because we are so overwhelmed. And so discouraged and determined are the two words that came up for me in thinking about how do we think about this dilemma and what exactly can we do about it? And I don't profess to have any answers or all the answers, but I do think one of the answers is that we need to work on our mind around these concepts and we also need to work together as a profession to try to solve them. So I wanted to talk about that today. The definition of discouraged is having lost confidence or enthusiasm. The other definition is disheartened. And don't we all feel that a lot in our profession right now? Lost confidence and enthusiasm. I think we have lost confidence in what we can do for the pets that we see because we are stretched so thin that our confidence in the overall feel of our profession and the overall offerings that our profession provides, we also have lost some of our enthusiasm, right? It's really hard to be enthusiastic when clients are getting judgy and mean and leaving us bad reviews and hollering because they've had to wait too long. It's really hard to hold on to our enthusiasm. So this feeling of discouragement is something that's pretty common. I've definitely felt it. So feeling discouraged is not a great way to show up, right? If you are discouraged, you will not act like you want to act. And we know that our thoughts about anything cause the way we feel. So as I feel this feeling of discouragement, I have to go in and look at the thoughts that I'm thinking that are causing this discouragement. And in my case, it is, this has been going on too long. This way of working is not sustainable. Clients don't understand what we're going through. Pets are not going to be able to get the care that they need. These thoughts are discouraging, right? All these thoughts about how terrible things are right now. And I think when we were in the pandemic, early in the pandemic, even a good way through it, I didn't feel as discouraged because I kind of saw an end in sight. I thought, well, when people get back to work, they'll quit bringing these pets in so frequently. When things slow down in the world and people are able to go back to work without masks, when we're able to open up our hospitals, that these things will not keep happening. And that's not what's going on, right? Our profession hasn't gotten any better now that things are opening up. People are not staying home and working from home, but for some reason, we are still just as busy, just as stressed, and just as overwhelmed as we were when we were deep into last summer. So it's been a year of this, and I think that's why we are having such a hard time managing our mind around feeling discouraged because it's hard to hold on to confidence and enthusiasm for such a long period of time. That dragging on of the leftover problems of the pandemic, just that Facebook post, reading that, brought me back down into that feeling of discouragement. I've even had some of my clients describe it as feeling trapped. 
They feel trapped in their practice, trapped by the clients. And our first thought when we feel trapped is to escape, right? We want to change jobs, move to a different job. And on some level, I think that's what's happening or cut back hours. So as we cut back our hours, as we quit, as we change jobs, the practices just get more and more shorthanded. So the fact that we're feeling discouraged and feeling kind of down about the state that our profession is in, I think is normal. So if you're feeling this way, like I am at times, then I want you to understand that being discouraged is not the end of the road doesn't mean that you have to quit, doesn't mean that this is the way it's always gonna be, but just validate that feeling of discouragement and understand where it's coming from. And it's coming from your thoughts. So the first thing to do when feeling this way is understand where it's coming from. Because until we understand and really feel our negative emotions, we're not gonna be able to work our way out of them. So I've spent a lot of time in the past several months just working through this feeling of being trapped and being discouraged at my practice. I'm a pretty upbeat person, so most days it doesn't bother me, but every once in a while it creeps in and I just have to process it. I have to understand that this is our reality right now. We have too many people that want to get into the veterinary hospitals and not enough veterinarians to see them. And I really hope that if we bind together and try to talk about this situation, that we will be able to, as a profession, come up with ideas in how to take care of the pet owning public and also continue to take care of ourselves. If we don't take care of ourselves, then we will have even less capacity to take care of our clients. So once you work through this discouragement and you understand it and you're like, okay, I'm feeling discouraged, I'm feeling down, here's all the reasons why. Now, I would like to try to turn this feeling of discouragement around and turn it into something that I can actually use in my life. Because feeling discouraged will cause you to remain stuck. Discouragement can lead to depression, it can lead to other thoughts of stress and burnout. Feeling discouraged leads to other negative emotion, right? If you let it. So how do we not let it? What would we like to change it into? And the thing that I came up with was determined because determined isn't one of those emotions that's Pollyannic, right? It's not pie in the sky, everything is wonderful, just think positive thoughts. You know, it doesn't feel like that. It feels like strength to me. It feels like something that I can use to motivate myself out of this feeling of discouragement. So that's why I picked determined. Plus, it's kind of cool that they both start with D, right? (laughs) Because it's always fun when you can find two words that are similar that mean opposite things. So let me read you the definition of determined. It is having made a firm decision and being resolved not to change it. The other definition is practicing resolve. So it's not a happy, happy, happy feeling, right? It's just a strong feeling that you can use to move yourself forward and do something. Because I think part of our discouragement right now is the thought that we are helpless. 
And I really don't think that's true. I think that we have a lot of power here. We have a lot of brain power because we're all very smart humans. And I think if we all put our heads together and work hard with ideas that we can change this profession and work smarter, not necessarily harder, and still take care of each other, take care of our teams, and take care of the pet-owning public. It may take a lot of client education once we decide how we're going to move forward, and I think that's really part of me seeing this Facebook post, is these people are very uneducated. If they think we're just sitting back there gouging them for money, and that's the only reason that we're turning them away, right? They don't get it. They're not in the hospital with us. They don't see what goes on behind closed doors. And so it is going to take us to educate the pet-owning public that this isn't just funsies for us. This is serious. We are suffering, and we understand that they're suffering, so we need to join forces to make this better. So determination sounds like the right word for me in that, right? So let's talk a, let's talk a little bit about the problems that we are seeing. And I'm sure there's more. So if there's things that I don't name that you are seeing in your practice, send me an email and I will do this again. We'll talk about this again because I think this is going to take a lot of talking to figure this problem out. So the problems or the changes that we need to make in veterinary medicine right now are, the problems are that there's too much demand. There are more pets in the world, I think. There are more options for people to treat their pets. People are more willing to pay and treat for the things that we can treat for. So it creates a higher demand. There are more veterinary hospitals opening up in the United States and probably the rest of the world as well if other countries are experiencing this problem. There's more veterinary hospitals. I saw one in Myers the other day. I've seen them in Walmarts, these little tiny Hospitals are popping up, and so those hospitals need to be staffed, right? And so the more hospitals means we need more professionals to work there. And so as we create more hospitals, we dilute our pool. And so our workforce becomes diluted, and the hospitals get shorter and shorter staffed. There's also a movement in our profession out of the profession. So technicians are leaving because they're feeling underappreciated and underpaid. People that work as CSRs and animal assistants can find jobs paying more that are less stressful and less physically demanding, and so they will go elsewhere. And us as veterinarians want to create more self-care, so we are standing up for ourselves, creating boundaries, not working as hard as veterinarians were willing to work in past years. So generations of veterinarians are changing. We are concentrating more on life balance than on working our butts off to make a dollar, right? So all of these problems are piling up to make this a really difficult thing for us in our profession. And I'm a believer that adversity makes us stronger. Adversity in life teaches us things. But this adversity, because it's been going on for so long, I think is causing more of that feeling of discouragement and frustration than spurring us on to become better 
So when I was thinking of things and solutions for this podcast, because I don't have all the solutions, but I have talked to a lot of veterinarians about this. When I was thinking about this, I thought of the song by Kelly Clarkson, the song that says, what doesn't kill you you, makes you stronger. And I would love to break out and sing it for you right now, but I will spare you that. It's kind of a cliche, and I know sometimes when you're in this so deep, you feel like it is going to kill you, right? And so that's why we need to really work together and join hands and lock arms to overcome this problem in our profession. So let's talk about a few ideas on how we can change the feeling of discouragement into determination. If you think about it, we have expectations of the way things should be. And in our brains, this should be different, right? We should have plenty of veterinarians. We should be able to work normal days. We have all this story about how it should be. And so part of overcoming this mindset of discouragement is to just realize that those expectations are sometimes unrealistic. The facts are that our profession is stressed right now. And so if we take the long view that at some point this is going to get better, things are going to change, we're going to find a solution, we are either going to educate more people to work in our profession, start paying more to get people to stay, we're going to train train the pet-owning public to be more patient and get used to waiting like they do in human medicine and not be so demanding. So taking a longer view will sometimes help when you're feeling discouraged. And realize that when you feel like you're failing at self-care, at caring for your patients, at being patient, when you have the discouraged feelings, be patient with yourself because that discouragement feels like failure, right? You're failing in your profession. You're not having a good time. Think of it as teaching you something, teaching you to be patient, teaching you to set boundaries. That will help you take that discouragement feeling and turn it into determination to learn something, to get stronger at creating boundaries, to get better at conflict resolution with clients and setting boundaries with them. Think of it as something to be managed and then you will feel more determined. A great way to feel less discouraged is to stop comparing yourself to other people. I was feeling really down a couple weeks ago and I was comparing myself to other people that don't work in our profession. Wouldn't it be nice to sit at a desk all day and work from home? You know, I I think that sometimes, but then when I sit at my desk all day and work, I'm not always really happy about that because I'm busy and I like to be on my feet. But I was feeling that way and I was thinking that way. And then I turned on the TV and I saw the building collapse site in Miami. And I saw the people working in the rubble, digging out people's family members. And I just thought, how can I feel bad about my job when there's people that have been standing outside in the Miami sun digging for body parts for weeks now? And how selfish am I to think that way? So if you can think about the good that we have in our profession, what we're lucky that we have, 
that will help you start to feel less discouraged and more determined to do better, to make it better. And so don't compare yourself to people that have an easier job. Sometimes looking at people that have a harder job helps straighten that out in your brain. The other thing that helps when you're starting to feel very discouraged is just to get away. I told you I'm in Florida for a week and my practice is suffering without me there. They really are. And I am working remotely a little bit to try to help them stay afloat. But you really have to take care of yourself and do something with your time that doesn't involve work. So even if it's a short walk outside during a break, before work, after work, take a bike ride, get some amazing coaching, talk to a friend, get yourself out of your profession, out of the way of this discouragement and breathe. We talk about meditation, we talk about yoga, we talk about all those self-care things, but it doesn't even have to be that complicated. It's just take a moment, sit quietly, and think about something other than all the problems that we're having in veterinary medicine. Take a little walk, take a little hike, hug a puppy, do something to create that space away from your discouragement. The other thing I really liked, and I read this somewhere, and I don't even know where, so I can't give credit. I read something that said, change your rules. That is part of coaching. We change our thoughts, but I liked when they said change your rules because we kind of have these rules in our brain for the things that will make us happy, right? If we get out of work on time, if we only have to see so many clients in a day, if we don't have to take emergencies, we have these unwritten rules in our brain of things that make us happy. But what we don't realize is that you have power to change those rules. So maybe just choosing to be happy with one case at a time. This case went well, I felt like I, was, I stayed present. Choosing to be happy in that moment and remaining present will help you work your way out of discouragement. And then be determined to feel happy in that next client encounter. So taking the discouragement and turning it into determination again. So kind of change your rules for the way you want to think. And the last thing that I would like to talk to you about and how to try to be determined in your discouragement is to join with your other veterinary friends, whether they're coaches, whether they're associates in your hospital, join with your team to hold each other up, to become determined as a team. What can we do as a team to try to create a better working environment for ourselves in this situation? Because we're not gonna get rid of the client's demand, we're not gonna get rid of the pets, we're not going to be able to magically pull veterinarians out of our ass, as I sometimes say at work <laughs> when I'm feeling particularly overwhelmed. I can't pull a vet out of my ass, but we can't do that, right? So we have to think of a different way to join together to solve this problem. And I did this recently. I got a group of veterinarians together on a Zoom call that were experiencing similar things to, to what I'm experiencing in my hospital. And we just had a brainstorming session. And 
even though we didn't solve all the problems and we didn't change the world, we actually felt better when we got off the call because we could understand that everyone was in the same boat. And I think that sharing our pain and our discouragement with others and then choosing ways to change and be determined will help us so much get over and get through this problem that we're having in our profession. So focus on yourself, but also ourselves. Give ourselves a buildup so that we're not driving this discouragement in our brain. Because when you're alone, when you're practicing solo, or when people are quitting around you, when you're losing staff, if you're a manager or uh, a leader in your practice and people are leaving, the discouragement feels real self. It feels very individualistic. It feels like it's all on you. When in truth, there's many, many, many of us out there feeling the same way. So reaching out to talk about it and brainstorm for some ideas is a great way to turn this around. And I think helping another veterinarian, helping another individual that's struggling will allow you to feel better as well. Giving helps us feel better, right? So if you can step outside yourself and try to help other veterinarians, either by volunteering your time or just a listening ear, that will help you climb your way out of discouragement. So know that I hear you if you're feeling discouraged today. Know that I'm here to talk it through with you, even though there are days when I feel the same. But I understand you, I feel you, and I hear you. And I'm working very hard in my own practice and in my coaching and outside of my own practice with the other practices in my area to try to solve some of these problems. And I told you I had a meeting with some other veterinarians and they came up with some really interesting ideas. Things like staff sharing, like could we share technicians to the hospitals that are short technicians or share doctors to the hospitals that are short doctors? Could we close hospitals kind of in a rotation so that each hospital gets a break and the other hospital picks up the slack? Could that be done with the ERs in your area? Is there a way to train clients by either sending them information about what's going on, giving them a different way of treating their pets, either by telemedicine or giving them, giving them the expectation that we won't be able to squeeze you in when last minute things happen? Maybe you should schedule an appointment for your pet who has chronic illness every three or four months just so you have a check-in point. Can we retrain clients to accept the way things are so they don't take their frustration out on us. And they came up with lots of ideas, and that is just a few of them. But if you have a group of veterinarians in your area that are feeling discouraged and want to be more determined, meet with them and talk this through. If you're one of those people that doesn't like planning things like this, reach out to me and I'll help you. I love getting groups of people together to brainstorm and try to solve problems. And don't forget, if you're really stuck, if you're really feeling discouraged and you can't climb your way out of it, you must get help from a therapist, from a coach, reach out to a family member so they can help you get to a therapist, 
don't let this take you down. It is so not worth it. There's so many amazing things about being a veterinarian and about life in general that you don't want to miss out on. It goes by fast and it's amazing. So do not let this take you down. If you need help getting help, reach out to me. You can go to my website. You can email me at jacapelldvm at gmail.com. I think this is just an opportunity for us to get better and this profession to change. I want us to get paid more. I want our schedules to be better. I want all the things that we've been yelling about for years. And I think we're at the point that it has to happen because our profession is breaking. And so I'm looking at this as an opportunity and I'm determined to help you help us change our profession. So thank you all for listening to this podcast. If you made it all the way through, I appreciate you so much. And I will look forward to talking to you again next week on the Veterinary Life Coach Podcast. Have a beautiful, determined week. Bye.